Welcome to episode 4 of SAS Page Inside Out. In this episode, Chriselle, Gerard, and Patrick poke a little fun and have a Miss Universe question. Listen in and enjoy. So I want to have a little bit, before we take another question, we will take another question here from the floor. I want to have a little fun with Chriselle here because I like to pick on her. Now, Chriselle's our local resident expert on fraud mm-hmm. analytics. Um, she actually is working with some of our tier one customers. She is boots on the ground hands getting dirty, solving problems with our tier one customers on fraud. So it being election season here, Chriselle, I'm gonna pick on you. I'm gonna ask you the Miss Universe question. If you were duly elected, (laughs) which position would you want? Why? But more importantly, what analytic problem do you think you would try and solve and why? Wow, the title is on the line. Thank you for that question. (laughs) Oh, that was a loaded thank you. Okay. Okay. So what's the, let's break it down. So your first question was, if I get elected, what position, what position? for this coming election? Uh, well, election, election. Right. What so position? definitely, it's to become a senator. Right. That's the highest position right wow. now. So let's go for the highest wow. one. Wow. <laughs> right. So let's go for senator. Why? It's to be able to come up with new laws and new policies, and that's the best way how we can deliver analytics. I think if you look at all the policies that we have right now, and we're talking about analytics, trying to see the value of all the data, there's really not much policies that can strengthen the use of analytics throughout each of the government agencies, and not just local, but even the private companies, right? So that is what something, that is what I want to bring into the table. If I become a senator, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Go for me, please. Should be taking donations after you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have my um, what do you call that? That show later on. Yeah, I'm gonna do <laughs> super later on. Campaign <laughs> talk. Campaign talk. It's an interesting sure. answer actually that you bring it up, Chriselle, because when we think about policy and legislation, we tend to think of it as very long-running policy and legislation. But the reality is, is is that any different than what we're talking about with analytic projects? When you develop a model. The model doesn't stay active and stay accurate all the time. It eventually dilutes. Why? Because the human experience changes, yes. right? And so does the legislation effectiveness and the policy effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Remember my, my quote on idealism is great until the falsehood of necessity changes it. In the same case that we create legislation and policy today, next year, next five years, ten years, we have to have an analytic system that tells us whether that policy is still effective, whether or not it's still improving the experience rather than just baseline experience or worse, making the citizen experience worse, right? So I think that's the heart of what you're talking about, right? Yes, correct. So I think another thing just to add there, right? Behaviors change, right? People mm-hmm. change, how we do things change, right? So even the policies have to change from time to time. Right? How we deal with different opportunities, different threats, it changes over time. But what's important is that you need to have a platform that can support all these changes. It cannot be you have a problem now, I will have this platform specifically for this problem. And then one year, two years down the line, there's a different problem. So what are you gonna do with this platform, right? That's a lot of expenses, infrastructure-wise, hardware, everything. You've spent so much just for one project and then it's done after a year. 
So think about long-term also. You need to have a platform in place that can allow you to adapt to these changes, help you monitor all of the data coming in, ingesting it across different data sources, and leverage on those data per use case, per type of problems or opportunities that you would want to deal with. Right? And I think with that, there's gonna be more progress in terms of the projects that you're going to do moving forward. Very good. Yeah, so I see two, you mentioned elections, so, and we know that's on your minds right now. Um, I see two fundamental roles for, election, for analytics in elections. The first one is, as we've all talked about here, is understanding the sentiment of the constituents and, and checking that the policies are matching the sentiment and stuff. And, and the ones that get elected are the ones that demonstrate an awareness and understanding of the pains you're going through and what you want out of it. So it's, it's, it could be instrumental to actually succeeding in an election. And that's the carrot, okay? Yeah. But there's the stick as well, I'm afraid, and that is the integrity of the elections. Uh, who trusts the elections? If, the, if people are elected who you are suspicious about or you're suspicious about the process of elections, then when they are elected, it actually can be a disaster rather than a success. Uh, and analytics can play a role in checking the integrity of the election process and making sure that the right routines have been followed, that there's been no attempt at abusing the election process uh, from beginning to end. Much the same as identities, actually. Exactly. So deep fakes, what we're talking about is getting to the real truth or where the real truth is similar to what Gerardo was just talking about, is maintaining the rightful accuracy of the election. Same sort of concept. So. Thank you for listening to episode 4 of ZazPH Inside Out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. Stay tuned for the next episode.